Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast, Gales and Tales, where all wings of fire and warriors fans can settle their differences and come together as one. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice. I'm your host, Juniper Hart, and in this episode, I'm going to be doing the long-awaited 5-6,000 play special. Yay! So, if you didn't know already, in this episode, I'm going to be reading one of my very old fan fictions, and it's sequel. So, just a little disclaimer before we start, this is very, very, very cringy, and if you don't like that kind of stuff, then you're definitely not gonna like this, but there is a lot of, like, the overuse of forbidden love, and um, definitely an overuse of death, so if you don't like that kind of stuff, then I suggest you don't listen to this episode, um... Also, I wrote this fanfiction when I was younger, so, um, this is also when I had, like, no knowledge of warriors. I'd only read three or so books, so I've got a lot of, like, vocabulary mixed up, I guess. Um, I've got a lot of overused, um, quote-unquote warrior slang. So, without further ado, let's get into this long-awaited episode. Before we start reading this fanfiction, I'm going to warn you that this is going to be a lot longer episode than I usually post, like upload content and stuff. So if you can find something to occupy your time, like maybe drawing or going on a walk, then that would be great because I can definitely tell that this is going to be like maybe, I don't know, uh, 30 plus minutes. So... Without further ado, let's actually get into this episode now and start reading this amazingly cringy fanfiction. Oh goodness, I can't believe I'm about to do this. Okay, let's go. Chapter 1, Pineclaw. As he gazed at the stars, he thought of Oaktail, his dead brother. It was unbearable to think of it. But the fact that Oaktail was truly dead rang in Pineclaw's head over and over again, like a constant thorn jabbing him full of pain, sorrow, and true misery. The white oak tail had bravely fought off Hawkfrost and Leopardstar to defend ThunderClan's beloved Snake Rocks. Wait, Snake Rocks? No. I I think I meant Sunning Rocks. ThunderClan does not own Snake Rocks. No. No. Uh-uh. Um, okay. <clears throat> to defend ThunderClan's beloved, quote-unquote, Snake Rocks, that was the thought he could bear. But the way he died as a ragged RiverClan Tom Warrior plunged at his throat... Sinking his teeth into Oaktail's throat needed no mention in Pineclaw's headspace. A tear ran down Pineclaw's face, a cold feeling on a summer night. More tears trickled down his face and hit the forest floor with soft plop in italicies. <laughs> Even though his brother was already dead, he started talking to the stars as if he were right beside Pineclaw. No one wanted you to go, Oaktail. I didn't want you to go. Now it's too late. You're dead and in Starpin already. How are, we going, how are we going to manage without your bravery, without your loyalty? I could have died in that battle. I would have looked for you through the eyes of StarClan every night and looked down at you while you kept fighting for a sacred ThunderClan. Okay, wait, that's actually pretty good. Uh, most of this is cringy, but that paragraph I just read, that is, that is like top-tier writing for me. <clears throat> I can't go on like this. Knowing you sac sacrificed yourself to save your clan and your little brother... Your little brother, Oaktail. What would father think of this? At least you're in Star Clan with him now. But how? How can? 
How could I go on without, without? His voice was broken by a series of audible sobs. Amongst the noises of Cricket and Prey was sobbing. Sobbing from Pineclaw, which was loud enough to be heard from someone three fox lengths away. Okay, wait, that's that's very specific. You know, you gotta have, you gotta be specific when you're writing fan fictions like this. His face was wet with tears and displayed a sorrowful, sor- <laughs> sorrowful. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't read my own, like typing. <laughs> he was lonely and cold on a hot summer night. Suddenly, a noise emerged from the warrior's den. Is it Longtail coming to tell me to get over it? Fireheart to give me an acknowledging smile. Graystripe hit me. Oh wait, he's not here. Oh yeah, I think this is when I had just finished book three, where Graystripe left Thunderclan for Riverclan. Cause you know he wanted to be with his son and daughter. Dustpell coming to yell at me until Leafbear. Sandstorm coming to tell me it is all okay. Or is it Pineclaw's train of thoughts was broken by Maplefur and her apprentice Twilight Pie. <laughs> Twilight Paw, a long overdue warrior coming back from the evening patrol and padding toward him. He shook off the tears and sat up straight as Twilight Paw gave him a reassuring smile. Okay, before I get back into reading the fanfiction, I just gotta say, this is very dramatic so far. Like, we're not even two pages into the book, and there's already someone crying and mourning over his dead brother, and I, like, why aren't they sitting a vigil for him? Isn't, like, that's part of the warrior code. You gotta vigil for a clan. A clanmate that's died. Is, was he like a traitor or something? I don't know. Okay, let me keep reading. Hello, Pineclaw, Twilight Paw mewed cheerfully. Hi, Maple Fur meowed softly. <laughs> what happened on the night patrol? Did Darkstripe finally stop scaring away all of the prey in the whole forest? Pineclaw said jokingly. Uh, not really, but we managed to catch a few- What, rabbits? No, rabbits do not go into th- the old forest Thunderclan territory. You hunt squirrels and the shrews. And the crusty little mice. No, you do not hunt rabbits, Pineclaw. For the fresh kill pile, Twilight Paw said. <clears throat> we ran into a few Wind Clan and Shadow Clan. W- what? This makes no sense. So first you're catching rabbits, and then you're running into Wind Clan. Like, it, it, are you crossing their borders or something? That is just not nice. Thunder Clan is supposed to be. Very hoity-toity and nice and very respectful of boundaries. I don't know what these cats are doing. <laughs> um, someone died. A black cat with his weird crippled paw. Speaking of death, did you hear that Oaktail died today? Pineclaw shuddered. Just when he thought his mind was cleared of sorrow, Twilight Paw had to bring up Oaktail. I did hear about Oaktail. Pineclaw looked at the sleek, dark, black apprentice serenely as he spoke. In fact, I was in his last battle beside him. Thorns and thistles! Was it really bloody? <laughs> How did Oaktail die? Twilight Paw finished her last sentence just as Maplefur hit them in the head with her tail. Oh, what? Uh, okay, I just gotta say so far, I haven't read this fanfiction in a while, but Twilight Paw? I-, I love this. I love this girl. She is amazing. She is not afraid to speak. <laughs> Okay. Twilight Paw, go to the apprentices then. It's already moon high. Maple for mute in a flat tone. We've got the dawn patrol tomorrow. So get some rest before sun high. Oh my gosh, a bunch of notifications just came in on the computer. Okay. Maple for looked at the stars with Pine Claw as her apprentice went back. Their pelts were touching softly, cooled against warm, fire against ice. It was silent and peaceful, and he quite enjoyed it. After a while of gazing at the stars in silence, Maplefur abruptly decided to break the spell of awkwardness. 
Your pelt is frigid cold, she said. Let me warm it up. Fur against fur, Pineclaw was warming up instantly. He purred in satisfaction. Ooh, he likes maple fur. As they sat looking at the stars once again. One thought of his dead brother, the other thought of her dead warrior friend. Oh, warrior friend? What? Okay. He's not dead. He's just in a different clan. A clan in the stars, Pineclaw thought calmly. We should probably get back to the warrior's den before the moon is fully shown, he said. Blue Star said she would announce a new deputy in the- the, Wait, the morning? No. You you announce a new deputy at Moon High. That is part of the warrior code. And uh, Blue Star already broke the warrior code once. She she doesn't need to do it twice. So this is making no sense, but I love it so far. (laughs) She says she needs to replace Fireheart for some reason. As they parted ways, the stars shone, almost as if it was already laying out a destiny for the two warriors. Yeah, a destiny to be mates. (laughs) At the time, the two cats did not know their destinies would be laid out in the stars. But the morning would bring an unexpected surprise. Ooh, okay. That is chapter one finished of this fanfiction. And honestly, I think it's kind of hilarious, even though, you know, there's mentions of death in it. Um, I'm not like a crazy person, but <laughs> Twilight Paw, you know, I just love her so much. Okay, now we're on to chapter two. Let's see what that brings. <laughs> chapter two, Maple Fur. Oh, and I forgot to mention This is like a rotating perspective book. The sun was rising over the horizon, signaling a new day was about to begin. Maplefur emerged from the warrior's den, soaking in the sunlight while it lasted. She thought of Oaktail, her dead friend. He would have humorously jumped at the sun, repeatedly shouted, shouting, ugh, as it it was rising into the sky. Wait, take me with you. I need to get away from my crazy friends. Until Maplefur and Pineclaw toppled over laughing, and he did too. But that was many, many moons ago. He is dead now. I need to stop living in memories from the past and focus on the future. Although Oaktail is dead, he is still in my fond memories and pine claws. We will miss him and honor him in Starkland. She jolted out of her own thoughts when a bright beam of sunlight blasted into her eyes. <gasps> Laser beam aliens are coming. <laughs> Mabel foreknew she had to wake Pineclaw to see the sunrise. Running into the den and toppling into Pineclaw, she meowed, Wake up! It's the first clear sunrise since early leaf bear, Pineclaw. Pineclaw let out a huge yawn. Urgh, is it morning already? Do we have to go in the dawn patrol? Yes, you bigoted first, snorter. Wait, I, th- I thought they were in love. <laughs> Maple first said cheerfully. Fireheart told us we were assigned the dawn patrol for the next half moon. Now, come and see the sunrise. They exited the den peacefully, making sure not to suddenly awaken any of the other warriors. She would sur- she-, <laughs> she was sure Longtail would tear out their ears and stick pine needles into her eyes if they interrupted his sleep. Oh my goodness, I did not like Longtail. As they looked at the sunrise, one thought of her dead mentor, while the other thought of- about his dead brother. Maplefur quietly padded away while Pineclaw was still looking at her- the sunrise, admiring it all in its glory. She reached the apprentice den, where Copperpaw and Twilight Paw were waiting for her. Twilight Paw, her young apprentice, gave her a cheerful grin while Copperpaw flicked his tail back and forth in excitement. Hi, Maplefur. When's the Dawn Patrol leaving? Twilight Paw asked. I just gotta say, that is the first, like, nor- quote unquote normal sentence that Twilight Paw has said that has not been, like, any mentions of death or, like, thorns and thistles. Oh my gosh. Um, battles and, um, gloom and doom. <laughs> Copperpaw just kept flicking his tail back and forth, back and forth, in inexorable excitement. We're leaving soon, Maplefur said. 
looking over her shoulder at Pinecloth, just as soon as that two-legged sniffer stops gazing moony-eyed at the sunrise. I can hear you, Maplefur, Pinecloth shouted. I may not have the best hearing at ThunderClan, but I'm not deaf yet. If you're not old and creaky yet, then come join us on the Dawn Patrol, Maplefur retorted jokingly. Copperpaw and Twilightpaw giggled in amusement. <laughs> What's so funny to you two, she said. <clears throat> I think this is supposed to be set later, because like, there's a bunch of like blank space. Um, all of the cats, apprentices by warriors, came back with a good, plump load of prey. <laughs> Maple first decided she would drop her rabbit, again, with the rabbits. No, the rabbits do not run in your territory. They run in Wingclan's territory. Unless you guys like a bunch of prey stealers, like the dark forest cats, then, like, no. No, don't go into other cats' territory just for a rabbit. And I was secretly hoping that Bramble Cat and Tawny Kit would be listening to one eye stories. Oh, there was one, um, Bramble Clon. Bramblestar and Tawny Pout were there, aww. Once she got to the Elder's Den, she realized Bramble Kit and Tawny Kit weren't there, and she felt a sinking feeling in her chest. One eye, Maple Fur yabbled. I have brought some prey for you and the Elders. No response. Then a gray Tom me meowed. Eh, Maple Paw, is that you? You say you got some fresh kill? Come on and bring it over here, Maple Paw. I don't know why I just said that in a British accent. It just sounds, sounds better for an elder. Maple Fur quickly realized it was Patchbelt, as he was the only one who still called her Maple Paw. <laughs> Patchbelt has good memory. Why do that? Like, why did I do that to him? I love Patchbelt. The elders emerged from the den. The sir <laughs> Sorry, that's just what made, made me think of, you know, the Lion King circle of life, you know, emerging from the den with Mufasa. <laughs> Chattering in excitement, almost as if they were kids again. One eye came over and gave her a reassuring lick on the ear, and Patchpelt eyed the plump rabbit hungrily. Look at this great prey Maple Paw caught for us. We haven't had this much prey to share among us since last New Leaf. Thank you, thank you dearly, Patchpelt meowed, and then gave a large smile. All of the happy chatter was broken when Blue Star's loud meow spread across the camp. Cats of Fender Clan, gather at the High Rock. Chapter three, Outer Fang. Oh, this is the this is the good chapter. Um. Shadow Clan, Dawn Patrol. Adderfang was terrified as the rest of the of the patrol was crossing into Wind Clan territory in hopes of bringing enough prey back to the camp for the fresh kill pile. He was internally afraid that Nightstar would eventually find out that a Shadow Clan cat, Adderfang, was secretly meeting with Wind Clan's former medicine cat, Hawkheart. Again, um, I, I thought Hawkheart was not canon, so I made her one of my own hosties. But trust me, it, well, in my opinion. She's a lot better than, like, the, the really snobby Hawkheart from Blue Star's Prophecy and Tall Star's. Tall Star's Revenge, I think. I think he's in those two books. A few more paw steps and he would be breaking the warrior code by going into Wind Clan territory. What would Hawkheart do in this situation? Adderfang asked himself. She's quick and cunning, Adderfang, so she would try to hide in plain sight or run from the crowd. Wait, isn't that what anyone would do? Do doesn't that just make her, like, an average cat? <laughs> His thoughts were interrupted by Braggy Moan's hiss. Are you going to keep dreaming like a rancid kitty pet or catch prey like a real warrior? He spat at him. <laughs> okay, the thing that Adderfang says next, this is the best quote in the story so far. I think you should go stuff fur up your nose, Breaking Bone. I've already caught some prey. Adderfang hissed and held up his chuffinch, I think it's how you pronounce it, as he got a look from Breaking Bone's apprentice, Nighttail. The flat look said, don't be intimidated, Adderfang. He's trying to frighten you into obedience for the clan. 
He gave Nighttail a small grin, and she smiled back. He then realized he should wash off the blood on his paws from the chaffin she had killed earlier, while quote-unquote daydreaming, as the ragged Tom warrior had mentioned. Walking over to the river to wash off his blood-stained paws, he saw a brown figure darting through the shadows. Hawkheart! Sorry, I, 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 once again, I cannot speak today. Adderfang would recognize her pelt, rain or shine. She ran over to him as he dipped his paws in the lukewarm water. Oh no, thorns and thistles, this is not the right time to engage in chit-chat, let alone see each other. Nightstar is going to banish me or kill me or tell the entire clan I'm a traitor. Adderfang, Hawkheart hissed softly. I never thought we'd see each other here. Uh, look, Adderfang. Uh, I mean, look, Hawkheart. <laughs> Adderfang hissed under his breath. I'm on a patrol, and there are other cats here. You need to go right now, or my leader will kill you on sight. We will see each other soon, I promise. Now go, Hawkheart. It's for your own good. <laughs> he touched noses with her just as Nightstar bellowed. <clears throat> Adderfang, conspiring with the enemy, are you? Surely what I will do next shall see so I'll teach you a lesson, traitor. Nightstar bounded forward towards Adderfang and slashed his unsheathed claws at his back leg, cutting it open and revealing a bleeding gash. No go, traitor, he yowled. You are no well you are no longer welcome or inhabited by Shadow Clan. Hawkart gave him a nudge, signaling that he needed to keep signaling that he needed to keep going. Come on, we'll go to my den. I will tend to your wounds, he said. My place is this way. She jerked her head in a direction northeast of the four trees. Now he was a loner. He was banished from Shadow Clan, banished from his only home, the only safe place he'd ever known. Somehow he reminded himself, Hawkeart's den could be his new home. Somehow they'd live together with no opposed threats. For the rest of my life, I will never go into Shadow Clan again, Adderfang vowed. Like I said, chapter Adderfang's chapter, chapter three, that was actually kind of a good chapter. And it wasn't like kind of cringy like the other ones, except for like his leader just out of nowhere saw him hanging out with this former medicine cat and then he's like oh um i'm gonna teach him a lesson and slash him on the leg which i'm pretty sure nightstar would never do so that's why this book kind of makes no sense sometimes okay now we're on to chapter four pineclaw cats of thunder clan blue star yelled once more pineclaw rushed to the high rock and saw copperpaw his apprentice he gave copperpaw a smile once he caught his gaze he then saw maple for his dark brown pelt and rushed over to her Hello, Pineclaw said to Maplefur enthusiastically. What do you think Bluestar is calling a meeting for? Maplefur said with a feigned look of interest on her face. Oh, and hello to you too. <laughs> Fireheart told me he was stepping down as a deputy. Too much work for him, he said. Wait, what? No, Fireheart is like a year old and he's already deputy. <laughs> oh, he hasn't even had an apprentice and that means he's like young, young. Uh, uh, I... Uh, yeah, like I mentioned last episode with my little bit of a ramble, I did not like Fireheart, so I guess that's why I um, made him step down as deputy in the story. <laughs> Pinecloud responded. I wonder why he's doing it, though. Fireheart's a really amazing deputy. No, he's not. He also said that some apprentices will be having a naming ceremony. It's long overdue. Who do you think will be the newfound warriors? Pinecloud said. The two cats picked a spot next to Whitestorm and looked at Blue Star, waiting for her to start. It was clouding up in the sky, which Yellowfang gazed at it as, it as as at it as if it were an omen. The sky is not an omen, Pineclaw reminded himself. Omens are for two leg sniffers who do nothing but keep their eyes glued to the silver pelt, waiting for Star Clan and Grantham nine lives. <laughs> Cats of Thunder Clan, Blue Star yowled again, her voice getting impatient by the second. Gather at the High Rock for a meeting. Once all of the cats of the clan were at the High Rock, their eyes fixed on Blue Star. <laughs> 
as you know, we have an amazing deputy, Fireheart. But he claims that he's getting old. Well, he's still young and spry, not as... as <laughs> <laughs> and is not as old as your old leader here. So today, I will pick a new deputy by Moon High. She, oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah, they're not breaking the warrior code. They're, um, gonna do, she's announcing that she's going to do it at Moon High. Murmurs ran through the crowd of warriors and queens and the smallest kits, guessing who the new deputy would be. We also have four apprentices who will become warriors today. Their naming ceremony is long overdue. Now I ask you to step forward. Fernpaw, Ashpaw, Copperpaw, and Twilightpaw, please step forward. Pyclaw swelled with pride as Copperpaw bounded over to Blue Star in cheerfulness, anxious to become a full warrior now. He made sure no tears were streaming down his face yet again, but he was still proud of him, almost as if he were his own son. <laughs> that is, that was very heartfelt. You know, he's a pr he's proud of his apprentice. That's that's a good quality in a warrior. Um, Twilight Paw trailed behind Copperpaw, almost as if she wasn't ready to become a warrior yet. Fernpaw and Ashpaw were walking happily towards the high rock, exchanging hisses of excitement. Ashpaw, from this moment forward, you will be known as Ashfur. StarClan honors your courage to be a warrior, Blue Star said contentedly as they touched noses in respect. Fernpaw, from this moment forward, you will be known as Ferncloud. StarClan honors your bravery. The two cats touched noses just as, just as she did with Ashfur. Copperpaw, she called him. Your warrior's name will be Coppertail. StarClan honors your courage and bravery. Blue Star crouched down to touch noses respectfully with him as Coppertail flicked his tail back and forth, just as he always did when he was anxiously excited. That's all for now. Wait, what? no, no, you just, you called a random cat up, you called an apprentice up, and you're just letting her down. How dare you, Blue Star? You were one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Cats of ThunderClan, you are dismissed. Remember to come back at Moon High as I will announce the new deputy. Twilight Paw was staring at the high rock blankly, unobtrusive to any cat around her. P Pineclaw could only imagine what was going through her head right now. Blue Star had neglected the oldest apprentice left to stay that way. Pineclaw's blood was boiling with anger at the thought of Twilight Paw, a hard-working cat neglected by Blue Star. He wanted to rant to Blue Star on and on about the meeting, as if he were still a little kid and Blue Star was his, was his mother. Ah! <laughs> he screamed in agony internally. Chapter 5. Well, I can't believe we're already this far. Maple Fur. Maple Fur was in shock. Twilight Paw? Not a warrior? Blue Star was still standing on the high rock, looking cheeky. <laughs> Wait, what? Cheeky? It, it, she's old, though. How can she be, like, super cheeky, like a little five year old? <laughs> Back at the high rock, Thunder Clan, she owled. Twilight Paw, of course you are going to be a warrior. You have shown great potential and deserve to defend us with all your strength, Blue Star said as if she was reading Twilight Paw's mind. From this moment forward, you will be known as Twilight Pelt. StarClan honors your courage and bravery. Bravery. Twilight Paw leaned upwards to the old clan leader to touch noses. Maplefur walked over to her, all smiles. Twilight Paw, I mean Twilight Pelt, I cannot believe you are a warrior now, she exclaimed. The new warrior just grinned, her eyes shining. <laughs> Hours passed by. Moon High seemed as if it were a hundred years away. Maple first time was occupied by stalking through the forest, leaping on her prey, and bringing it back to the fresh kill pile. After catching her third squirrel of the afternoon, Pineclaw patted over. That's your sixth piece of prey you've caught today, he said in a concerned voice. Are you sure you're fine? 
Make up a lie and make it quick. Maple for a thought. He cannot. He cannot absolutely know about your nervousness to hear about the new deputy. Jeez, this this girl. Maple for are you okay? I just thought I'd catch some prey for Thunderclan, she lied. After all, the first kill pile is running low on prey. Maple fur, Pineclaw said. The fresh kill pile is just about to overflow. It's not low on prey. Something is wrong. I can tell. He entwined his tail around hers. Aww. Uh, I, 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 I'm really nervous about who's going to be the new deputy. I remember when Tigerclaw became deputy, and it was a nightmare. I don't want Thunderclan to be like that again. When someone mentions a new deputy, I either think Longtail, Darkstripe, or someone like that. Some cat who can make the whole clan worse by becoming the deputy. Maple for vented out all her nervousness. Wait, what? No, she just lied to, like, the love of her life. And then she just vents out all her feelings in 30 seconds. What? <laughs> She's a very confusing cat. But I know that there's still hope because StarClan wouldn't let a horrible warrior be deputy, then possibly become a leader. StarClan would want someone like you. I understand that, Maplefur, Pineclaw said, which was something Maplefur had never expected the tortoiseshell Tom would ever say, despite all his bottled-up feelings. Now I must go. I have to go on the evening patrol. See you at the brink of Moon High. <clears throat> Just as Maplefur expected, Moon High came, quicker than expected. <laughs> she padded over to the high rock and sat down full of worry and bursting with anxiety. As the other cats sat down and the moon rose higher and the sunset lower, Blue Star emerged from her den, looking confident and passionate. At least that's what Maplefur thought. The old Thunder Clan leader opened her mouth and yowled, signaling yet another meeting. Every cat gathered at the high rock, filtering in for the best spot closest to Blue Star. Twilight Pelt and Coppertail, who were sitting behind her, had their eyes fixed on the moon as if it would tell them who the new deputy would be. Willow Pelt, a blue-eyed queen, was licking her pelt nervously, and so was Goldenflower. Tawny Kit looked up at her mother and saw what she was doing, so she imitated it with a mischievous grin on her face. <laughs> when Goldenflower saw this, she burst out laughing, and Maple first smothered a giggle. And that's the end of Chapter 5. Chapter 6, Adderbang. Again. The walk back to Hawk Heart's Den was tedious. Or at least that, that was what it seemed like, with a leg dripping with blood. Adderfang couldn't take it anymore. He collapsed to the ground, eyesight blacking out. When he awoke, he could hear Hawkheart softly mewling. Don't die on me, Adderfang. Don't die on me. I can't afford to lose anyone else, let alone you. Adderfang let out a long sigh of relief, glad to be in the paws of Starclan alive. I'm not dead, he meowed when he was getting up to Hawkheart from across the room, where she was gathering an enormous amount of cobwebs. He pondered for a moment about what she was saying about losing anyone. Have other cats lived here like me? Adderfang thought, confused. Or is she referring to lost clanmates? Lost clanmates, I assume. No other cat from any other clan leaves a stench here. It's just us. Hawkart rushed over to Adderfang, cobwebs dangling from her mouth. He winced as she began to apply them on his still bleeding leg. The pain was almost gone, as Adderfang could barely feel his numb leg. Once all the leaves and cobwebs had been wrapped around his gash, it felt infinitely better. There, she said after a moment of awkward silence. It is dawn now, so we shall get some rest. <laughs> As the two cats drifted off to sleep, a cat with a familiar scent of Windclan came rushing by. Hawkheart, Adderfang hissed. There's an invader from Windclan. Quick, hide while, hide while you can while I fight them off. Um, that's not an enemy, Hawkheart said. I know who she is. Ooh, and characters. 
Adderfang was terrified now. Had his love been conspiring against him, sending a ruthless cat to kill him to death now? The cat sent moved closer to the den, and Adderfang could tell that they were trying to be sneaky with their movements, trying not to disturb the early morning slumber. Oh no, he thought. I think I think that they're trying to give us a last mo- our last moments of life before we hunt with Starkland, stalking through the o- earliest moments of the morning. I may never see a sunrise again. <laughs> that, that That's very dramatic, like everything else in this story. As the cat moved closer, Adderfang could see the claws of light over the horizon, lighting up the small she-cat's gray fur, tinted with light green. Three thorns were stabbed through her ear, and vines wrapped around her tail continuously. Hello? The small ca- she-cat mewed into the den. Hawkart, are you here? I have... I have some news for you. Windclan changed a whole lot these past few moons ever since he ran away. Minpaw? Hawkart... Hawkart mewed softly. Adderfang, stay behind me. This cat will get very aggressive if she, if she is provoked. He's added, she added in a lower tone. He just nodded and shuffled mutely, mutedly behind her. My name is not Mintpaw anymore, the green-tinted she-cat said. It is Mintleaf. I am a full medicine cat now, and I've received my full prophecy powers. So, what news have you brought for me, Mintleaf? Harkart said as she nudged Adderfang back with her hind legs softly. Then, there was utter silence. Mintleaf was shaking with fear, and Adderfang was dumbfounded, and Hawkheart was just staring confused at Mintleaf. The sun began to rise over the horizon, and every cat could see fuzzy outlines of each other's fur. No one dared to speak any word. Adderfang and Hawkheart were gazing at Mintleaf, waiting for her to say something. It, it's, it's Tallstar, she mewed. What about Tallstar? Hawkheart questioned. Yes, what about Tallstar? I may be unobtrusive behind this cat. But I still need to pay respect to my fellow leaders amongst the clans. Come on, Mintleaf, say something. He's dead! Mintleaf wailed in sorrow. Oh, that's a, that's a dark way to end a chapter. Wow. Hmm. Chapter 6, Pineclaw. Pineclaw rushed over to the high rock just as Fireheart leapt on and stood beside his leader. <laughs> there was a look of uncertainty on his face when he gazed at Blue Star. Fireheart yowled. All cats old enough to catch their own prey, please come to the High Rock, for I will announce the new deputy. Pineclaw could see Maplefur fidgeting with her claws anxiously. Earlier, she had told him about her anxiety about the announcement of the new deputy. He then had thought about what she had said. I remember when Tigerclaw became deputy, and it was a nightmare. I don't want the Underclan to be like that again. When someone mentions a new deputy, I either think Longtail, Darkstripe, or someone like that. Some cat who can make the whole clan worse by becoming deputy. But I know that there is still hope, because Starclan wouldn't let a horrible warrior be deputy, then possibly become a leader. Starclan would want someone like you. He pondered on that for a moment when all of the warriors exited their dens, and the apprentices vanished their second pieces of juicy fresh kill. <laughs> a juicy fresh kill. Amazing word choice. Starclan wouldn't let Blue Star pick a horrible deputy, Pinecloth thought. They wouldn't let her pick a whole. They would. <laughs> they would let her. But <laughs> I am so sorry. I cannot read my own writing. As I was saying, they would let her pick a wholesome cat, one who would make the cat better, and supply enough food for the beginning and the end of Leaf Bear. He licked his lips at the thought of prey. <laughs> it is Moon High now. Fireheart announced, "The new deputy is Pineclaw." Oh wow, that was that was very predictable. Because, you know, he's a protagonist of everything. Why did I have to make him so much like Firestar, though? Pineclaw was awestruck. Him? Deputy? 
He could believe it, so he bit his. He couldn't. He couldn't believe it, so he bit his pal to see if this was all a dream. Starkland, ouch! It's not a dream. I'm deputy. He thought excitedly. Pine claw, pine claw. All of the cats in the crowd chanted. It did feel like a dream. Feeling noticed one time since he was a small kid. Congratulations, pine claw. Fireheart said as he stepped down from the rock and he leapt on beside Blue Star. All of a sudden, he felt power granted by Starkland. Not power-hungry, but I feel more capable and loyal, he thought with a rush of pride. Maple first smiled at him, the first happy feeling he thought she'd had in a long time. The rest of the warriors were different, though. Darkstripe and Longtail were giving him furious scowls. Grr. <laughs> and Dustbutt had a mix of admiration and worry shown on his face. Nevertheless, Pineclaw went to the warrior's den and lay down in a deep slumber. Pineclaw entered a dream. He was floating by the silver pelt with Oaktail, his long-lost and dead brother. Oaktail, he exclaimed before Oaktail put a paw to his mouth. <laughs> Hush, little brethren. What? He's so, he sounds so wise. And in the beginning of the book, he, he was like a very crazy and goofy cat. Oaktail said, sounding wiser than he ever had before. I have a prophecy for you. Ponder it and keep it in your heart before it is too late. Pineclaw said nothing. He just nodded his head in obedience. Then the words came out of Oaktail's mouth. Ooh. Uh, four cats made of blood and fresh and purity. They must stand and fight with a clan in unity. What? <laughs> I was not a very good maker of prophecies. No. Um, Ponder the prophecy, brother. Ponder it before it is too late. Oaktail! Pineclaw shouted. Wait, I need you! I need you! Burning tears like ember trickled down his face. Four cats made of blood and, <laughs> blood and flesh and purity must stand to fight in unity. The prophecy. Four cats. Him and Maplefur. But who were the other two? Whatever it was, he needed to find out immediately. Morning came, and Pineclaw's head was aching with confusion. He got up and emerged from the warrior's den. Sluggishly. <laughs> Once he grabbed a truffant... Oh my goodness, my microphone cut off after five straight minutes of recording, and I, like, forgot where I was. So I'm just going to start reading at a random point towards the end of the chapter. Okay, once he grabbed its finch and leapt up on a tall rock and started munching on it, more focused on the prophecy Oaktail had given him last night. Four cats made of blood and flesh and purity. They must stand and fight with the clan in unity. What did that mean? <clears throat> chapter 7, Maple Fur. She was in a dream, one of her dead fellow warrior friend, Lionheart. Lionheart! Maplefur exclaimed. Lionheart said nothing, but there was a happy smile portrayed on his face. After a moment of honorable silence, he mewed, Hello, Maplefur. I'm glad to see I've taught you well, as you have become a warrior of ThunderClan. Now, I have a prophecy for you. Ponder it, Maplefur. Ponder it before it is too late. Yes, Maplefur said before Lionheart put his paw to her muzzle. Oh, gee, that sounds... Very familiar. Say, um, uh, <laughs> let me scroll. Oaktail, he exclaimed before Oaktail put a paw to his mouth. Hush, little brethren. <laughs> that's, that's similar, I guess. The prophecy, Lionheart continued. Four cats made of blood and flesh and purity must stand and fight with a clan in unity. Meeplefur was shaking. Her whiskers began to twitch and her fur was standing on one end. I will ponder the prophecy, Lionheart. I swear on the life of Starkman that I will fulfill this, she said in her voice shaking. I, 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 I miss you, Lionheart. What will I do without you? Our bond broke once you died, once ShadowClan purposely sent you to hunt with Starkman. 
How did Lightheart die anyway? I think I just made that up. Because I hated Shadow Clan at the time. Bonds are spiritual, young Maplefur. You may not realize, but we still have the warrior between warrior bond. Even if one of us is in Starclan, we are still connected spiritually, he said wisely. One last piece of advice for you. Life is like a race of prophecies, but the darker, more horrid ones are quicker to happen. You must let the good prophecies shine and shine their light and let them win the race of prophecies. Huh, that's actually kind of good, but it doesn't make sense like anything else in the story. And then her dead friend was gone, vanished in the thin air. Mabel Four woke up, shaking from ear tips to tail. It was real. Her whiskers were actually twitching, and her fur was standing on one end. "'Are you all right?' said a voice, unmistakably Coppertail. "'You look like you've seen a phantom.' "'Will you all just shut up?' Longtail ranted. Maple Fur quietly left the den and saw that Pine Claw was already up, ready and ready, slowly gnawing at a chaffinch. Had he had the same dream, too? Pine Claw looked dazed and confused, just as, he, just as if he had been delivered the same exact prophecy.' Hello, Maplefur, Pineclaw said through a mouthful of chaffinch feathers. Care for some chaffinch? Starving and confused from her dream with lion heart, she had hopped up into the same rug Pineclaw was eating his chaffinch on and swiped it up into her claws and took a humongous bite out of it. While Maplefur was pondering the pro- <laughs> I- <laughs> Okay, while Maplefur was pondering the prophecy, she thought of telling Pineclaw about it. After all, he had had the same ghastly, shook look on his face. Just like the one she had when she woke up from her dream. Did did you have a dream last night? One with a prophecy in it? Maplefur brought up. I had one. Lionheart delivered me a prophecy. Pineclaw dropped his prey. You had the same prophecy? Who delivered it to you? Dude, she just said that Lionheart did it. Do you have ears? <laughs> Oaktail gave me it. I never thought I'd ever see him again. But there was something strange. The prophecy stated... Four cats, made of blood and flesh and purity, must stand and fight with their clan in unity. What does that mean? When I thought about it earlier, I thought the two cats were... You and I, Maplefur meowed, finishing his sentence. But the question is, who are the other two cats? The prophecy states we can't fulfill it with only two. Okay, chapter eight. I think this is going to be kind of an interesting chapter. Okay. Dead! Adderfang yowled just as Hawkheart did. He hopped out from behind her. Mintleaf barely noticing. He had green cough, Mintleaf heaved alongside. It was too late. I couldn't save him. Darkstar, oh, I think he was one of my OCs, and Quicksilver is our new deputy. Um, okay, so first of all, Mintleaf could have done this. It's very easy, you know, if you have the right herbs, and this is supposed to be summer. Green cough only occurs in winter, so. Oh my goodness, this is getting very confusing, but let's keep reading. <laughs> Adderfang wanted to cry right then and there. So much sadness fits into so few words. Tallstar, dead. I was never a part of WindClan, but now that a leader is dead, I'm feeling so much pain right now. When Hawkheart told me all about Tallstar and his great leadership qualities and how well he led his clan, I was dying to meet this amazing cat, and now I never will. It would be a long time before we meet each other in StarClan, he thought depressed. Just as he predicted and wanted to, hot tears were streaming down the fur on his face. Boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> Tallstar, Hawkheart sobbed. Tallstar. <laughs> He's really dead. I had heard murmurs of rumors going around that the WindClan camp had white cough when I was still there, but I never thought it could turn into something this bad, let alone green cough. Uh, but it's summer. No, you don't get white cough during the summer. It's more common during winter. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm geeking out right now, but 
it is right it's time for me to criticize the fanfiction characters and, and mint leaf if you can't do that then you're not a very good medicine cat just save the people from my cough next time <clears throat> after hawkheart's morning about tallstar all of the cats said in, sat in silence adderfang kept glancing between mint leaf and hawkheart Mintleaf just stared at the juniper berry and rolled it back and forth between her paws. Hawkheart leaned into her cave wall and slumped down. Look, Hawkheart said. StarClan delivered me a prophecy last night. Oh, gosh. Here we go again. Um, I'm just gonna skip it. I don't want to read it again. It's basically just, like, the, what the other cats say. Control-C, Control-V. And the next paragraph was, Mintleaf and Adderfang were completely dazed. Mintleaf was just rolling the juniper berry in her paws again, and then she batted it to Adderfang, hopefully. Adderfang just stared at the juniper berry. Oh, he exclaimed. Hawkheart, you must be one of the four cats. If you delivered the prophecy, then you must be part of it. But who are the other three? What about one of the leaders? Darkstar, Star, Or maybe one of the, the cats in the prophecy are medicine cats. Little Cloud could... Wasn't Little Cloud still like a, a tiny little warrior then? Little Cloud can do it. <laughs> no, no, Hawkheart meowed. There were three other cats in the dream. There's a gray-brown tortoiseshell tom with leaf-green eyes. I'm assuming that's Pineclaw. As Hawkheart began to describe the cats, Adderfang was flushing red under his fur in stupidity. A dark brown she-cat with amber eyes. A cat that looked like Adderfang, with the same scars in the same places. Hawkheart was in it, just as he had predicted. A few hours of dawn, Minleaf had to go back to her camp of WindClan. Adderfang was sitting by a large, flat stone, as Hawkheart was sorting out some herbs for it on his wounded leg. Yarrow. No, Yarrow is not used for wounded legs. That is used to, like, make something vomit. Or, or, like, if you if you swallow a death berry, that's only what Yarrow is used for. Or, like, I don't know. Hawkheart pointed to a long herb with her claw. By the look on her face, Adderfang could tell she was educating him like a mentor. He felt like a kid again, peaceful and happy and learning various things from other queens. Mouse bile. No, that is for cleaning out ticks. Catnip. Oh, no, no, you do not use catnip to clean out a wound. And chamomile. That's, that's that's a tea. That's a type of tea. No, no. <laughs> I have to say, Hawkheart is not a very good medicine cat right now. Yarrow, mouse bile, catnip, and chamomile, Adderfang repeated, directing his claw to the same herbs. Nice, Hawkheart mewed. This is what I'll use on your leg. Yarrow and catnip to heal it from the great loss of blood. Mouse bile to get all the ticks. Oh, okay, yeah, since he, the open wound. Okay, now I get it. Chamomile to relieve the pain and disperse the smell of Shadow Clan blood. Are you ready to, for me to put all this on your leg? Adderfang nodded easily, and Hawkheart began to apply the herbs on. He was grateful, having a cat who cared about him once in his life. I am feeling bad for Adderfang right now. Oh my goodness. The scent of chamomile wafted into his nostrils, making a heavenly scent. Yeah, because it's used for tea. It's used for two-leg tea, not cleaning out a wound. Unfortunately, once the mouse bile was applied to his leg, he let out a desperate yowl of pain, as it sounded like fire in a dog's bite. Hawkheart immediately stopped applying the bile onto his fur and toppled over, laughing. He couldn't help but knock her softly with his tail. <clears throat> as the day went on, Adderfang pondered the prophecy Hawkheart had delivered. It was like an alarm, ringing off in his mind constantly. Four cats made of blood and flesh and purity, blah 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 blah. The questions in his mind kept hitting, hitting him over and over. Who were the four cats? Which clan were they going to fight? And most importantly, what if it was too late to fulfill the prophecy already if they didn't have four cats? Oh, okay. It sounds like Adderfang's going through a crisis right now. Oh yeah, and by the way, Adderfang's canon. I didn't know that already because I hadn't read Blue Star's prophecy yet. 
So now we are in chapter 9, which is one chapter before chapter 10. It had been eight dawns, once again, very specific, since Pineclaw became ThunderClan's deputy. And for him, so far, life was pretty content for him. Dustbelt had helped him organize the next half moon's worth of patrols, both dawn and dusk, rain and shine, and Meeplefort took his position for a dawn when he had caught a small bout of minor- No, once again, white cough does not happen in the summer. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. For light, for him, life had been pretty content. Pineclaw was getting back from the night patrol, satisfied with the three voles he had caught earlier in the evening. Dustpelt, Longtail, Brightheart, and Maplefur, he mounted them just as they were about to enter the warrior's den for a night of slumber. You all have the down, down patrol tomorrow at Sun High, so meet me at the tall willow tree by the- Do willow trees even grow in the thunder camp? Anyways, by the high rock. All of the cats gave him a shadowy nod that was barely visible in the clouded night sky. Suddenly, a dark figure appeared before his eyes. Ooh, looking mysterious and portrayed on his black furred face was a menacing glare with orange eyes. Ah, yes, the voice said. "'Tis you, Pineclaw. I have been looking for you. You are deputy. Am I not correct?' <laughs> he sounds very wise, like a StarClan cat, but, like, very menacing at the same time, too. "'Yes,' Pineclaw hissed quietly. "'Yes, I am the deputy of ThunderClan. "'I assume you like your life as deputy, living in luxury, eating the whole fresh kill pile without anyone yelling at you. "'Ah, uh, ah. Uh, yes. Surely cats among your forest envy you, right? I am one of them.' Deputy has been my lifelong dream since I was a young whippersnapper kid. <laughs> whippersnapper kit. That's gonna be a new OC, whippersnapper kit. Try saying that ten times fast, said the Dark Tom. That's not what being a deputy is like at all, Pinecloth thought angrily. This cat is a sneaky, conniving liar. I have never eaten less than a fourth of the fresh kill pile. And being a deputy is not a luxury. It is a deep privilege, like privilege, like Blue Star says. You don't suppose, the Tom said sneakily. Suppose what, you first snorter, Pineclaw retorted, spatting on his words like hate. You don't suppose I can take your place, don't you? Now that you think about it, young Pineclaw, if you say yes, I can live my best life in your place, and you can be selfless. If you say no, you have three dawns to live until I kill you. Oh, that turned dark very quickly. Like, okay, he's like, do you want to take my, I can take your place, and you live in peace, or I kill you after three days. The dark black evil Tom hissed and then darted away without a sound. It was at that moment Pineclaw realized his life was in complete darkness and danger. He knew he had to leave ThunderClan, his only home, his only place that he belonged. But if he stayed, he had three dawns to live, and then he would hunt with StarClan if he didn't leave. Right then and there, the decision was made. Pineclaw would leave ThunderClan. But first, he needed to tell someone. Maple Fur, he whispered softly. Maple Fur. Pineclaw, is that you? She mewed silently, not waking a soul in the den. She then came out, a look of worry on her face once again. Well, she's always worried. What do you expect? Look, Maplefur, I have to leave ThunderClan, Pineclaw meowed. A cat has threatened me. If I don't leave in three dawns, I will be hunting with StarClan by then. So this is my goodbye, Maplefur. Goodbye. May StarClan travel with you and guide you without me. Goodbye. I will miss you. Stay safe. And then he was gone, rushing off into the forest through the dark. I gotta say, like, this has been very dark so far and there's been a lot of twists and turns like it would have been good if there weren't so many at one point like a leader just died and then this random mysterious cat just threatened a guy in the dark and then this guy has to run away and then leave his like the love of his life behind i mean this is <laughs> okay and i forgot to mention we are now on chapter 10 one zero double digits and this is maple first chapter <clears> hmm. <throat>
No, Maplethor thought. This is a dream. Pycod did not just leave me in his clan. He will not die in this band of three dawns. No, no, this isn't real. She then bit her pelt. Oh, well, that sounds familiar. It hurt and stung. She is most certainly not dreaming. So he really did leave, she thought with a pang of sorrow. Maplethor slowly trudged back to the warrior's den, her sadness weighing her down. When she fell into a deep sleep, it only got worse. Her dreams were filled with gore and death and darkness. Morning came, and she was more tired than any other cat inhabited in the forest. Only when Coppertail woke her up once again did she feel a jolt of energy run through her veins. Ooh, that's a, that's a good wording. Otherwise, Maplefur was like a phantom, unnoticed and weary. Blue Star had called a clan meeting once again. That should distract me from all that's going on, Maplefur thought. Cats of Thunder Clan, Blue Star's yellow rang once again, the repeated call echoing through the camp. Many cats groaned at the thought of three clan meetings in the span of nearly two days. Maplefur padded towards the high rock, selecting a spot next to Dustpelt. Welcome to another clan meeting, she said serenely. No, Blue Star sounds like she's leading a board meeting or something. Like, hey, welcome to the PTO meeting. We're going to discuss budget cuts. <laughs> I have received some news from Darkstripe that Pineclaw is dead. He died from a badger during the night patrol, and Darkstripe has buried his body near the owl tree, she meowed. That's a lie, Maplefur thought with fury running through her bones. Pineclaw isn't dead. Darkstripe is lying, unless... <gasps> unless he threatened Pineclaw himself. What a shocking discovery. Aha! I know why he did threaten him last night. He wanted more power so he could bring Tiger Stars and Vision of ThunderClan back. So, since Pineclaw's dead, Fireheart has offered to step up, step back up as deputy, Blue Star continued. StarClan still honors your bravery, Fireheart. Throughout the crowd were whoops and hisses and joyful meows. Maplefur managed to bite back a weep for a moment, but a loud, happy meow came out of her muscle, signaling happiness for Fireheart and the rest of the clan. She heard Darkstripe and Longtail scowl in almost unison when they found out the new deputy would not be either of them. Taunting them, she stuck out her tongue in pure silliness. Longtail gave her a deadly glare, but Maplefur continued, not caring, um, what they'd done. Even though Darkstripe is sharing tongues with a lie, Maplefur thought, I must not reveal the truth about Pineclaw. I sacrificed my dignity to let him go and escape death. It was as if Lionheart were looking down at her from Starkland when she gave out a mew of whooping praise for Fireheart. A mewing whoop- oh, a mewing whoop of praise, not a mew whooping of whooping praise for Fireheart. Maplefur peered up at the sky and saw the wispy spirit of Lionheart gazing down at his soulful clanmates, cheering for the new deputy and his old apprentices. Maplefur and Fireheart, once Maplepaw and Firepaw. Meanwhile, after the last silent acknowledgement, ThunderClan cats were disbanding, heading back to their dens as the sun began to f fall from its peak in the sky. Even though the sun was hours away from the brink of setting, Maplefur curled up on the thin moss bed in the warrior's den and yawned mutedly. But she could not sleep, as the thoughts of Pinecloud being killed in the forest undercover into the darkness, or dra Darkstripe threatening to kill her, too, after he found out Pinecloud had disappeared. Then she thought of Acacia Frost, her deceased older sister who had always comforted her, comforted her, and calmly seized her out of Maplefur's panic attacks. <laughs> that was random. No. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Uh. Oh my goodness. Maplefur. No. No. No one ever told us she had panic attacks. I, I, I'm gonna have to put a trigger warning on this episode. Soon she was drowning in a sea of dreams. In her dream, she was with Pineclaw. She then started crying in her dream. Could Pineclaw really be dead? Did Darkstripe really kill him already? Pineclaw! Maplefur released a strangled meow of grief. Don't be dead. You can't be dead. Are you safe? 
A maple fir, Pineclaw mewed happily. I am not dead. I am sleeping in the forest right now. I think Star Clan put us in a dream together. I don't know how that works. I don't think that's possible. To let each other acknowledge that we are all right and Maple Fur was completely speechless as hot tears brimmed her eyes and made wet streaks down her face. I'm alright. I'm alright, she repeated. I'm alright, Pineclaw. She bounded across the clouds in the dream they were in and took a deep breath. <sighs> Look, Pineclaw, Lionheart gave me a few unspoken words. He showed me a vision. A vision of you with a maroon brown cap with a small vine impaled through her ear, and a jet black tom with three scars over his eyes and two on his hind leg. I think it means those are the two cats you will be safe with. You must find them, or Darkstripe will find you, and you'll be dead in half a heartbeat. Go. Go find these cats. That is your safe haven. Pankalad dipped his head and nodded. I will. I've seen their general traveling to the High Stones. Oaktail told me to go there, too. So, I've started my journey there. Thanks, Starkland. Our friends have let us know of peace, he said, and then started fading away like a sandstorm. Maplefur opened her eyes to see the warriors awakening from their nests of moss and bracken. Twilight Pelt came over with happiness and worry in her eyes. She stopped a mouse length away from Maplefur's paws and proceeded to talk. We found a rogue cat from Windclan weeping over her mother's body last night on the Midnight Patrol. It was so sad. Fireheart offered her a place in Thunderclan. She was so sad that she bounded over to our patrol and decided to join immediately. She said that her name was Feathercloud, and she is a former Windclan warrior. Her mother, Icefur, was killed on the Thunderpath while trying to move to them. Well, move them to safety. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's such a nice mother figure. Aww. Like I said, she's a Thundercat now. She's getting some rest in the Elder's Den. Your grandmother is taking care of her now, Twilight Pelt whispered under her breath. Oh, and Blue Star has assigned you the Dawn Patrol from the next quarter moon. How sweet of one eye, Maplefort thought content. Wait, what? One eye's her- What? One eye's her grandmother? Are you serious? I did not know this. Now, I better get to the Dawn Patrol before my instincts start worrying about Pineclaw more. She padded out of the warrior's den and glanced over to the elder's den. Sure enough, there was Feathercloud and one eye sharing tongues. Maplefort then padded over to the Dawn Patrol that was leaving. I do hope Pineclaw's safe. What will happen next? Chapter 11, Adderfang. His leg felt infinitely better after the mouse bile was applied. Turns out there were a few ticks nesting in his wound. Hawkheart had gone out to the fresh kill. Had got <laughs> Hawkheart had gone out to get some fresh kill and some catmint from Two Lake Place. Wait, isn't that like really far away? Because River Clan is the closest to Two Lake Place, and don't they have to cross river to get there? They don't know how to swim, so I don't know how Hawkart's doing this. So Adderfang was lying down outside of the den, soaking in the sunlight, pondering the recent prophecy. Four cats, he thought. Hawkart had described them earlier before Mintleaf left. I am in the prophecy, and so is she. A grey-brown tom with leaf-green eyes. Just as he thought about the description of the grey-brown tomcat, a cat just like him rushed into the den. I'm supposed to be here, whoever you are, he said breathlessly. Wait, they both said. You're the cat from the prophecy. It's you. Adderfang was shocked. He limped over to the cat and asked him, If you are the cat from the prophecy, and you are destined to save the forest, then who are you? You carry a strange scent of Thunderclan. Oh, and I am a cat from the prophecy, too. I go by the name of Adderfang. I am Pineclaw, he said. Yo soy Pineclaw. Hawkart entered the den and let out a shriek. Pineclaw, she said with a mouthful of bloody rabbit. You're here so soon. Where's Maplefur? How much time do we do we have to fulfill this prophecy? Are you really Thunderclan? She paced around him, examining him with a rabbit still in her jaws. 
To answer your question, Pineclaw meowed, Mableford is not here. She's still back in ThunderClan. I don't exactly know how much time we have to fulfill this prophecy, though. Though I seem to have the be the most important cat in it. Oh, wow. Not, not surprising. Not surprising. And yes, I'm a loyal ThunderClan cat. I have fled before some cat wanted to kill me. If I had not left, I would be dead by sunrise tomorrow. The three cats sat in silence, just as they had when Mintleaf came. They exchanged glances from left and right until Hawkheart plopped down her rabbit and nudged to Adderfang. Adderfang took this as a signal that she had caught the rabbit before him. But he did not want to make this, these cats think his, that his mind was of greed, so he unsheathed his claws and divided the rabbit, rabbit into three wobbly pieces. Ah uh, yes, Adderfang sculpting out rabbit guts. <laughs> he nudged one to Pineclaw and one to Hawkheart. Pineclaw wolfed down half a share of the rabbit before either Adderfang or Hawkheart could finish one bite of their share. They exchanged a few laughs, and soon the entire den was full of the sound of gobbling down rabbits. I haven't eaten a morsel of fresh kill in days, Pineclaw exclaimed. You're welcome, Hawkheart muttered under her breath. Adderfang gave her a small ledge while slipping out of the den. Wait, Adderfang, where are you going? He wanted to talk with me, Pineclaw burst out. You said you had some questions for me, remember? He gave Adderfang a look that said, Go outside to the den where Hawkheart can see us and go along with it. <laughs> of course I remember that, you foxheart. Adderfang muted in a half-joking tone. The two toms exited the den and padded away to a nearby willow tree. Once again, willow trees only grow in River Clan, I think. Oh my gosh, I was so bad at writing. <laughs> oh, like, I was very bad at warriors writing. <laughs> look, Pineclaw whispered while looking at Adderfang straight into the eyes seeming as if he was going to burn a fiery hole through his fur and right through his bones. I know, th I know that you know that I know that something is up between you and Hawkheart. I don't love her like you do, but I know that something, something is up between you two cats. <laughs> he, he's been there for five minutes and he's already got suspicions that Adderfang and Hawkheart are in a relationship. Adderfang heaved a small sigh. He knew this day and this question was going to pop up eventually. I don't love Hawkheart like Yellowfang loved Dragonstar, but I like her enough to risk my life and flee from ShadowClan. So, basically, you love her. Okay. Knew it, Pineclaw muttered. Knew it from the start. Adderfang gave him a puzzled look. I know what you're thinking, Pineclaw said. I don't love Hawkheart. My heart lies somewhere else. Yeah, with maple fur. But we don't have time to focus on forbidden love or where our hearts lie. We need to focus on the prophecy right now. Prophecy now. Sort out complicated feelings later. Good analysis. Adderfang dipped his head and nodded in acknowledgement as they headed back to the den. All right, Adderfang said as he sat down in the den. What are we going to do about this prophecy? We can't just sit around and ponder it until we decide to hunt with Starkland. Good idea, Hawkheart agreed. Let's talk about prophecies. Okay, we are so close to finishing this, and I gotta say, well, I have already said this before, but this is interesting. And I like it. Like, I like it, but I don't like it. It's like a hate-love relationship with this fanfiction. And we are in chapter 12, Pineclaw. He pulled a p out a piece of smooth tree bark and scratched the words of this wondrous prophecy down on it with a neat claw print. Four cats made of blood and flesh and purity must stand and fight with a clan in unity. Four cats, Adderfang muttered. Four cats. We know that you, Pineclaw, are the most important cat in the prophecy, as you were one of the first ones to receive it. Hawkheart is the one who unearthed it from Starkland. She is also a prophet. That would make her part of it, too. I myself aren't fully sure if I'm a true cat to be fit in this prophecy. Of course you are, Pineclaw and Hawkheart shouted at the exact same time. Uh, alright, Adderfang meowed, showing his paws as if he had anything to review. reveal. Uh, the fourth cat in the prophecy is the question right now. So far, we have decoded three cats in the prophecy. 
Pinecloud, Hawkheart, and I. But who would be the fourth cat? Maplefur! Pinecloud burst out. Oh no, he thought. Did I say something stupid? But Maplefur, she received the prophecy too. I mean, Maplefur could be a part of it too. She received it in a dream just a few days ago. Yes, that is true, Hawkheart chimed in. Maplefur is in this prophecy. She was in my vision of it. You, Adderfang, Maplefur, and I. I hope she survives the attack from RiverClan next moon. If she, if she survives until- What? What? In the name of StarClan. Like, <laughs> out of nowhere, there's just- Oh, there's gonna be an attack. She brushed her tail across the swift cave floor as if there were pine needles coating it. Attack? Pineclaw shouted. Survives? And RiverClan? What are they going to do? Hey, I don't like to sugarcoat prophecies, okay? Hawkheart shrugged. The daylight was beginning to seize for Pineclaw as he worried about Maplefur. Will she ever be okay? I hope the River Clan raid doesn't happen again. Could be wrong, echoed a voice inside of him. The foretell of the River Clan raid could be a lie. After all, she did survive the last one. Fresh kill? Etterfang poked his head out of Hawkheart's den. Sure, Pineclaw said absent mindedly while Etterfang tossed him a chuffinch. Pinecloud began eating just as he did at his last meal in Thunderclan, pondering the same prophecy in the same way. That was actually a good way to end a chapter. Chapter 13, Maplefur. Three moons had passed since Pinecloud left. Many eventful things had happened in Thunderclan since Pinecloud fled to live a better life longer than just three more dawns. Bluestar had died and Fireheart become, had, had become the leader, Firestar. The light of Thunderclan, as Bluestar's last words would have said. Greystrike became deputy after Whitestorm, who was the deputy of his clan for a moon. Twilight Pelt seemed to be growing closer to Feathercloud day by day. Life for Maplefur was hard these days. She couldn't adjust to this new version of Thunderclan. Hi, Feathercloud said softly as she sat down in her nest of bracken and moss in the warrior's den. Hello, Maplefur meowed. I have a question for you, Maplefur, Feathercloud said. A really stupid question, but I think you're the only one who would understand. Even Twilight Pelt wouldn't understand my feelings right now. <laughs> Sure, ask me any question you want. I need someone to talk to you, Maplefur chuckled. But me, really? I'm just a shy and lonely cat with no friends. Do you ever feel as if you'll never belong in your own clan? I've been traveling with my mother ever since I became a warrior to take care of her. Even in Wind Clan, I got tossed around for being half clan and a rogue. Sometimes when I think I found my place somewhere, it it only takes one cat to say something that spreads like hatred wildfire through my bones, and poof, the next day I'm gone. Do you ever feel that way? Yes, Maplefur admitted. Aw, this is such a sweet conversation. She didn't get to tell her any more of her bottled-up feelings, for Darkstripe's large silhouette was towering over them. Oh, goodness. So, we've gone through a sweet conversation, too. If you're feeling so left out, little kids, then why don't I kill you already, he hissed lowly. Why shouldn't I? Or why don't I give you a little half-clan cat to Tiger... Tigerstar? But Tigerstar is dead. Tigerstar would take loads and loads of pleasure in killing both of you. Maplefur looks certainly delicious. So now he's gonna, like, eat her? What? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep reading. I, I want to know what happens next. Feathercloud was just staring at Darkstripe with eyes as wide as the moon. Maplefur herself was quite horrified. Flee, she said to Feathercloud. Flee while you can. I know a safe place where we can inhabit ourselves. We flee at night when no one can see us, okay? The white she-cat just nodded, her eyes still wide with horror. Mm. Nightfall came. The two cats snuck out of the den and darted through the woods to get out of the clan. They ran and ran, and their lungs were gasping for air the entire time. But Maplefur kept running ahead to get to a safe haven. Finally, she couldn't take it anymore. 
She collapsed onto the ground, her vision blacking out. Nightmares of trees bending and cats drowning and seas of blood and bones filled, bones filled the margins of Mapleford's mind. The, the, um, alliteration. <laughs> Until she heard Feathercloud's melodious voice. Mapleford, she said in a soft mew. Mapleford, are you awake? I can smell Darkshape a few flax lengths away. He's been chasing us. I suggest we head to f the four trees or a den by the mother mouth. Feathercloud pulled on the fur from Mapleford's flank. She tugged harder and harder by the second, and she could smell Darkstripe edging closer with vengeance, marking each paw step he took. This needed no explanation to Maplefur. She gave Feathercloud a look that burned with, Run right now to get away as fast as you can. The two cats scrambled up to their paws and bolted through the forest. Once they turned a direction of northeast at the four trees, Darkstripe's scent was swept away by the wind and lost. It drew farther and farther away, until his vengeance-filled, bloodthirsty Thunderclan warrior scent was no longer wafted into Feathercloud and Maplefur's noses. Soon, a new scent became visible. A mix of WindClan and ShadowClan and Chamomile picked up with a cold new leaf breeze. Cold? Cold new leaf. No, that does not make sense. Maplefur immediately recognized it with no hesitation. Pineclaw, she shouted. Feathercloud, come on. I know a place where we will be. Darkstripe will never find us for many, many moons here. Feathercloud gave an encouraging smile. Take me there, she meowed. The two she-cats padded over closer to where Pineclaw was. In the distance was a den lit with hotter bioluminescent glowing centipedes. Maplefur couldn't wait any longer. She rushed over to the den where Pineclaw was, leaving Feathercloud behind her to catch up, paw steps making audible crunching noises in the fresh... Fresh snow? It doesn't snow in New Leaf unless it's like Christmas in July or something. What? <laughs> no. There is not snow in New Leaf. Pineclaw, she called when she stopped at the front of the den. Are you there? Thorns and thistles. Is that re really you, Maplefur? A voice meowed. Maplefur immediately recognized it as Pineclaw's unique meow. Maplefur, Pineclaw said as he turned around the corner of a tree. Maplefur couldn't hold it back anymore. She bounded towards him and buried her muzzle into his flank. I missed you. Hello, Maplefur, Hawkheart said. Oh, Maplefur exclaimed, you're you're the medicine cat from Lionheart's vision. Hope Pineclaw didn't keep you up all night with his snoring. Um, I'm here, Feathercloud said shyly. Anyone? This is Feathercloud, Maplefur meowed. We escaped Darkstripe before he killed us with absolutely no warning. Darkstripe, Pineclaw growled. That no good, dirty, rotten, two-leg sniffing, fish-faced fish, fish son of a dead vole. My name is Adderfang Maplefur, a black tom said as he lifted his pot of green Maplefur. I am part of this prophecy to save the stars, too. I, I suppose we haven't met, have we not? She was about to lift her paw to greet Adderfang, Adderfang, but a sudden blow of icy wind knocked her down and blurred the side of the forest. Maplefur scrambled to her paws immediately, but another cold blow knocked her into feather cloud. <laughs> Once again, there's a blizzard during New Leaf. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. That's not possible. That's when Maplefur realized something. This is the first harsh blizzard of leaf bear. No, you mean new leaf. Blizzards don't happen in new leaf. Chapter 13, Adderfang. I mean, chapter... No, what is this? Okay, last one was chapter 13. This is chapter 14. I'm marking my chapters wrong. You should go check on ThunderClan, Pineclaw and Maplefur, Adderfang suggested. During a harsh blizzard like this, your clan will definitely need your help. We can't go back to our clan knowing some cats are bloodthirsty and would take great pleasure in killing us, Pineclaw said while helping Maplefur up after she had crashed into the first snow of Leafbear. 
But we could take refuge and start our own clan with cats who are unsatisfied with their own clan life. So you you don't go back to your clan, but you want to start a new one. Like, oh, so we're going to gather a bunch of cats and... <laughs> Amazing, Feathercloud said. I know many cats from different clans who would love to seek refuge. My mother would love to join. If she was still alive, that is. If she was still alive, that is. I am sorry for your loss, Adderfang said. You need to start gathering cats from other clans right now, Hawkheart said sternly while pulling Feathercloud in. With Darkstripe still in the forest, any of us could be killed, sure as sunshine. All of you, gather the cats from all the clans. Feathercloud and I will stay here and stock up my herb supply. Adderfang spelled 1D instead of 2Ds because I'm not a very good typist. Dipped his head and gave a loyal nod and darted off into Shadow Clan territory. He padded forward, not looking back, not noticing the blizzard. Once he entered the territory of his former clan, he slowly, silently, padded toward the apprentice den, where he saw Nighttail curled up unsettlingly. Nighttail, Adderfang whispered into her ear, careful not to wake any of the, any of the other apprentices. Adderfang, is that you? She mewed softly. Come with me and do not say anything, Adderfang said. We are going to seek refuge from the clans by building our own. Nighttail said nothing. She nodded and trailed after Adderfang silently as they exited the camp. They traveled back to Hawkheart's den, where Feathercloud had a stash of catmint and poppy seeds in her mouth. We are waiting for Pineclaw and Maplefort to get refugees from all the other clans. Will most certainly work for this new clan. That was actually a good chapter, I think. Chapter 15, Pineclaw. He and Maplefort had headed to all the clans across the mount mountains mountains and the forest to gather cats to join their new clan and escape the evil bloodthirsty cats within their clans behind him Mapleford trailed behind with the docile river clan cats and two of the queens they had gathered from one clan pineclaw scented a head for ahead for hawkheart and outerfang said with the thunder clan and one clan warriors and their apprentices coppertail his old apprentice looked ahead with no fear and kept his younger sister bronzepot close by his side Twilight Pellet portrayed a look of worry on her face, but her spirit was burning with hope and bravery. Codfoot, a river clan queen, carried her kits by their flanks, but still could not focus as snow hit their pellets with rage. Cloudwhisker, a wind clan warrior, helped his mate Moonshadow move along forward, but looked as if he could not keep keep up himself despite the harsh blizzard. All of the cats he and Maplefur had gathered were all different, all from different clans. But they shared the same peril. They were all threatened by the unobtrusive, fiery threats made by their clanmates. When will we be there, Swift Kit? One of Moonshadow's kits groaned. Soon, Maplefur promised. Very soon. Swift Kit just let on another, an another groan and flicked his tail back and forth in annoyance. Oh, that reminds me of someone. <clears throat> Copper tail. <clears throat> it will be soon, Cloud Whisker meowed to his son. Thank you, Pineclaw, mewed Lion Spirit, a River Clan warrior. Words cannot express my gratitude for how many lives you have saved across the clans. The sun had barely risen, and they reached Hawkheart's den, safe and unharmed. Their envision of a safe haven for cats had once been a dream, now a fine reality. Wow. Okay, so this episode is already an hour plus long, and we still have chapter 16 and the epilogue to go through. So, without further ado, let me read this, because I think these last few chapters are going to be really good and enlightening. Okay. Chapter 15, Maplefur. Maplefur let an, an exasperated sigh as she collapsed down in grief and happiness. After all, she had just been a part of making the prophecy true. We need a name for this clan, Nighttail, a former Shadow Clan apprentice, declared. 
We cannot go forth being called the Starless Clan. Amongst the stars, all of our warrior ancestors have declared us worthy of our own clan. We cannot, we cannot go forth being a nameless clan. Wise, Hawkheart said while giving Nighttail a nudge. I agree with Nighttail, Pineclaw said. We most certainly need a name for this clan. Yes, Maplefur said sleepily. I can't believe Star Clan chose me, a tragic and hopeless cat of all cats, to complete a prophecy and save our lives. Lionheart and Acacia Frost truly believe in me, even in Star Clan, she thought contentedly. Maplefur then recited the prophecy in her head. Oh no, I've heard this way too many times. I'm not going to recite it. You guys know the prophecy. Maplefur, wake up, Hawkheart whispered into her ear. Hawkheart, let me sleep, Maplefur meowed stubbornly. Star Clan knows I've been up night and day without a wink of sleep. Darkstripe is coming, Hawkheart then said. What? Maplefur scrambled to her paws quickly. I woke her up, Hawkheart reported to Pineclaw. Oh good, Pineclaw said. Well, like I said, we need to find a new name for, a name for our newfound clan. At least we aren't a band of teeth-wearing rogues like Blood Clan. We should call our clan Spirit Clan, Copper Coppertail suggested with a shrug of his shoulders. It sounds quite nice. I have an idea, Feathercloud suggested quietly. Moon Clan? Adderfang said with a chuckle. Sun Clan! Scorched Paw, a half-clan apprentice, meowed with complete confidence. I have a name for a clan! Feathertail meowed loudly across the crowd of, cro crowd of cats. The crowd immediately was up. Hope Clan, Feathercloud meowed. Hope Clan, Mabel. And Pinecloud echoed. I like that. And you shall be our leader, Adderfang spoke up. And I will make you my deputy, Pinecloud meowed with a cheerful grin. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't you have to have the blessing, though? I mean, that's against the warrior code, isn't it? Anyways, Cats of Hope Clan, where we are standing shall now be known as Hope Clan territory. We start building our dens tomorrow, along with our dreams for the future generations to come. Wait, so you're just building on a random clan's land? What the? The name is Star Clan. <laughs> this book is strange. As Maple Purr, Adderfang, and Hawkheart stood by side, they are all cats from different clans, but when a prophecy united them together, they fulfilled it and made it a dream utopia to become a fantastic reality. Wholesome. Very wholesome. Epilogue. Pineclaw. The very last part of this book. Pineclaw stood on the Hope Rock, a right white granite rock glowing almost brighter than the moonstone. He gazed at the camp, content with his life. Only a moon ago, he had been appointed leader of Hope, Hope Clan. Now he led them in bravery, bravery and spoke to his ancestors freely. He gazed around the camp with his deputy Adervang by his side. In the bright, moss-coated nursery cave was codfit with her new kits. Lion Spirit, her mate, stood by her side as newborn kids pounced around and batted the pebbles scattered across the forest floor. In the medicine cat's den, which was the start of Hope Clan, Hawkheart's former loner cave still with the glowworms, lay quiet Nighttail, the new medicine cat apprentice sorting herbs and seeds for future illnesses to come, and Hawkheart shredding catmint for future green cough patients. And the warrior's den was Honeyheart and Morningstripe, two former WindClan cats, sharing a finch and laughing at the playful kids across the camp. Maplefort lay in the den cave, but close to the warm beams of sunlight enveloping her. Coppertail lay scratching art into a smooth piece of, a smooth piece of dry bark. How beautiful his first dart had come out, hung in the nursery with pride. No cat had made any threat threats to come as far as Hope Clan stretched its territory. As long as they were far away from Nightstar and Darkstripe, they were all in safe havens of their own. Pinecloud lay in a small pool inside of the leader's den that night, thinking of how Hope Clan had thrived in the past moon. Sure, he missed his clanborn place, 
Sure, he missed the rest of the cats inside Thunderclan, but it was nice here in his own lead clan, with peace and unity radiating, and radiating a nice aura that stretches far from the sea to the brink of Two Lake Place. His journey to the Moonstone had yet to come. And there we are. We are finished with reading this fanfiction. I think I'm very impressed with my writing skills. I'd definitely say they'd gotten a lot better since I'd finished this. But, you know, this was a good story. It had a good ending. But, um, I probably shouldn't have included as many dark concepts in here. So, overall, I'd probably rate it an 8 out of 10. Kind of decent for some like first fan fiction. So yeah. That was a very interesting read. <laughs> well, that's all I have for this episode of Scales and Tales. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you can find, follow, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also email me at scalesandtalespodcast at gmail.com to share with me OCs, fan fictions, give me some feedback about any Wings of Fire or Warriors related stuff, or give me some fan fiction. I mean, give me some feedback about this very cringy fan fiction, and just to talk to me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode once again, and have a great day. Signing off, this is your host, Juniper Hart. Juniper Hart.